What up? What up? What up? It's Rec League Podcast, man. It's episode 109. It's your boy, Randy Little. We out here um, trying to get things back on track, man. Two episodes in a row. We good. The panel is a little wonky on this app. Uh, it's it's me, it's Sig, a little bit of Rocket. Um, man, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get a full squad in this motherfucker, and sometimes life gets in the way. It is what it is. We all adults. Um, on this episode, I wanted to backtrack and talk about the stuff that I really loved that when we came out when we was not getting it in. You know what I mean? So we talk about Creed on this episode. Next episode, we are going to talk Scream and John Wick. And um, just jumping right in, over the past two weeks since we last recorded, uh, we've gotten Air, the uh, Ben Affleck-directed movie about Nike signing Michael Jordan to a shoe contract. We got the Super Mario Brothers movie. Those reviews are on my page, on my personal page. Paint with Owen Wilson came out, not to my theater. Drop a comment if you've seen it. Let me know. Um, this past weekend, some shit came out, honestly. Renfield came out. I watched and reviewed that. But then, like, The Pope's Exorcist came out. Mafia Mama came out. Sweetwater came out. That, that I want to see that. That just was never coming to my theater. Um, upcoming, between now and the next episode, you got The Covenant from Guy Ritchie. Evil Dead Rise. Um, ghosted on Apple TV Plus, and then Big George Foreman and uh, Peter Pan and Wendy on Disney Plus. Um, on physical, we got uh, some shit. I can tell you that over the past two weeks. We got some uh, some Star Trek 4Ks, Confess Fletch, Star Trek The New Generation 4Ks, Shout Factory put out Envy with Ben Stiller and Jack Black. This past Tuesday, Infinity Pool came out. Looks like Flashdance got a steelbook. Um, Living with, uh, is that Bill Nye? This upcoming Tuesday... Magic Mike's Last Dance is coming out. All-Star Superman is getting 4K. Marlo with Liam Neeson is coming out. And so is Cocaine Bear. Looks like Bulletproof Monk is getting an upgrade. Up in Smoke. Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke is getting a re-release. But what I'm tripping on is, why didn't they put out Still Smoking when they originally put out Up in Smoke? Um, I'm not going to hold you. There it is. Never mind. I thought Blu-ray.com didn't have Cocaine Bear on their calendar, but they do. The Tuesday before the next episode, a, a glorious Cheers Blu-ray box set is coming out. And then I'm not too familiar with what the content is, but there's a Justice League RWBY mashup. I'll buy it because it's a DC movie, but I don't know what it is. Oh, and it looks like uh, Jesus Revolution is coming out. I don't really do 
religious movies like that. But I wanted to see that in the theater. Just never had time. So, yeah, like, I want to watch that movie. Um, but when I come back, Squad, Partial Squad, we're we, we going to be talking recent trailers is what we start with, and then Creed 3. It's Rec League. Alright, back at it, and see, like, if you loyal to the, to, to the pod, you know we ain't do nothing in March. I, I gave my reasons last episode. Um, So, first, what I want to do is react to, like, the 90-some trailers that came out over the past two weeks, and then I want to talk about Creed 3, Rocky the franchise you know what i'm saying like just because like what, what are we gonna do talk two hours about vampire movies about dracula um i mean we could but i still i want to talk about creed 3 because if if we get other guests popping in middle of the episode they expecting to talk about well one of them is expected to talk about creed 3 i ain't i ain't, I ain't tell rocket what we's talking about Surprise, motherfucker. Um, so, yeah. Um, did you see the trailer for the Marvels? I did. What you think about it? Well, I don't like it because it's Marvel. And it's all, and, and it's predominantly females. <laughs> nah. Nah, it looked good to me. It looks it, super um, fun. Yeah, I'm glad they went... Um, a nitpick. I was telling my man as it worked that I'm kind of annoyed that they showed Nick Fury and what seemingly could possibly be after Secret Invasion. Yeah, that's true. I was asked about that. What's the timeline for that? But also, why wouldn't it just start right after, immediately after Miss Marvel? Mm-hmm. So it might be before Secret Invasion. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that that'll make the most sense if you think about it but yeah it's um no it looked yeah it looked fun man it's uh, it reminds you every time i guess a another marvel movie just just how stupid twitter could be i'm like god what the hell didn't y'all like about this it's yeah like, it's like <laughs> if if like you see the most microscopic gnat fly through a shot in a in a in a female led comic book movie. Oh my god, it's so horrible. Eh, eh, eh. Grandma, grandma, give me some pop tarts. Um, but <laughs> I, I saw this like stupid headline: uh, the Marvels trailer, the most disliked trailer on YouTube. Yeah, I saw that too. Right, because all these dudes who like don't like that Brie Larson like has something to fight for. It's like, bro, like this shit yeah. looks funny. It's like, um. Oh, uh, Tanya Paris was dope as fuck in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Iman Vanelli, I hope I said her name right, was dope as fuck and carried Miss Marvel. Brie Larson, I would say, I'll take this, I will die on this hill, I will take this to the grave, whatever. She had horrible direction in the first Captain Marvel. The first Captain Marvel was poorly directed. Yeah. Brie Larson did as directed. She was great in the trailer. And... Uh, yeah, 
it just it 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 looks fun. We got a little glimpse of the villain who, if I'm not mistaken, was wearing a bangle. Maybe the other bangle from Miss Marvel. <laughs> and uh, she had a uh, Ronin's hammer. Yeah, I noticed that. Right? Uh yeah. if you enjoyed the Candyman reboot sequel whatever we we call in Candyman mm-hmm. 2021 it's Very directed by the, the same person mm-hmm. so it's in good hands and it's yep. like Nia DaCosta is about to show her range how she can do creepy horror and fun comic book action like yeah as soon as I heard everybody involved in the Marvels like I was ready like just the announcement made it better than the first Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's a good point. Um, yeah, the first one is well, not terrible, but um, nah. comparison-wise, um, good direction can uplift a mediocre script, but a... Facts. Yeah, but mediocre direction can ruin... A just okay script if that makes sense like um was it captain marvel the, the fight scene on top of the train yeah and it's a criticism with a lot of marvel um a lot of marvel movie cinematography that as much as i love um civil war captain america civil war the fight at the airport is very bland shot i mean how it's filmed it's a lot of grays. It's it's real muted. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, and people were uh, criticizing that. But then Captain Captain Marvel is just a case of just amateurish filmmaking. Like I use that train sequence. I say, look at that. Then look at the bullet train sequence and the Wolverine. Mm, yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? And we know who directed that. I think Mangold is uh. Like hitting, <laughs> bro. James Mangold is like kind of like a like an underappreciated legend at this point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like he he's not. Um, His worst he, movie is like Kate and Leopold, and that's not even bad. Yeah, that's just people don't like period movies, and but yeah, that's that's a good point. But yeah, it's um, it looks fun. The Marvels. All right. You yeah, ready? That's, that's all you get. You ready to be oh. two over thirty-five-year-old grown-ass men talking about Barbie? <laughs> that was well. I was about to say those memes, but which memes? Are you? There's so wow. many memes out there. That's what it's I like was there. by day two. I was annoyed by all those posters. Yeah. So you got the poster memes. Then you got the other memes where it'll be like a picture of like Jack Torrance from um, The Shining, and be like. One for Barbie, please. <laughs> and you got oh, those yeah. memes. I saw one. Uh, I saw one with the Judgment Day from WWE. Four for Barbie, please. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, um, oh, did I send you? Yeah, I did send you this. It's um once again Twitter. They took a doctored picture of Ryan Gosling and made him look older. And one person made a tweet about it. She thought it was legitimate. And she's like, oh, like, oh, how? Oh, he looks so. Why does he have this role? And yeah, it just exposes how just y'all normies got to stop disrespecting Mister Mister Evil right. Mendez. But no, it's um, 
once again, um, the fun aspect of yeah the trailer, how the movie looks. I'm like, come on, y'all know it's it's what it can only be at this point, is it? But like, like it's so, like this it's Barbie be movie, tongue in cheek, and it, it's such a conundrum. It's like it's directed by Greta Gerwig. She did Lady Bird. Yeah. Insanely overrated. I ain't even see the Little Women. I, I forgot that she directed that shit until like two, three days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, co-written by Noah Baumbach, who does oh, a lot of right, like yeah. pretentious, like a two, four film snobby ass shit. I've seen I've seen like two or three of his movies. Like Marriage Story is really good. I wasn't really into the Meyerowitz stories, uh, even with the cast. Um, mm-hmm. And then he just dropped that joint with uh, Adam Driver and uh, Don Cheadle. I ain't see that one either. I don't know if that was good or not. Oh, yeah. That's right. But then, yeah, like, I see that either. The, the, the pop, hype beast crossover potential for this movie is so crazy. Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling, Simu Liu, Issa Rae. The cat, the cast is crazy. Michael Sarah, and like, like I bet, like I was telling <laughs> again, my man, my man's at work. I'm gonna be that dude, like, uh, one for Oppenheimer, please, and, and one, and one for, and one for Barbie. Yeah, because like I'm going to see that yeah, shit. They, like, it um, looks good. They did a little story on that. Um. I guess people were betting on Oppenheimer moving his date, and it's not. No. And it shouldn't. I mean, you got two movies on, two very... It is wild, though, that Warner Brothers scheduled that big-ass tentpole against Nolan, who bailed on Warner Brothers for Universal. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, Barbie's gonna win the weekend, but there's just two two yeah. different demographics. Yeah, and... I don't know, what is the budget... Oppenheimer, I didn't even check that. No idea. That's because I imagine, you know, his name is gonna carry a lot of weight. Uh, Nolan, yeah, and then and, and that cast too, like Downey's in it. Obviously, Killian Murphy's mm-hmm. in it. Matt Damon's in it. Emily Blunt's in it. Yeah, Oppenheimer yeah, long okay. as fuck. Like you could probably watch Barbie twice in one Oppenheimer runtime. Yeah, and that's another thing I noticed. Um, it's probably an hour and a half because um, it's going to be 10 minutes worth of credits. So they For got sure. it an hour and 40 listed. For sure. So, yeah, it's going to go. Yeah, you're right. It's... Now, so Oppenheimer's budget is $100 million because Christopher Nolan is really setting off nuclear explosions. <laughs> For Nolan, that's not that big. No, it's not. It's, he's doing everything practical, so that's, yeah. uh, that's probably why that that's that high. Yeah. Dunkirk kind of let me down, and, and, and you know, t- like I'm still like Tanet is still a mental Rubik's cube that I can't figure out. So like uh, Oppenheimer it might be it It did like for whatever reason really? I don't I don't vibe with Dunkirk. I don't oh, dislike man. it. I just don't like it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I think that's one of his um. Dun- Dunkirk uh, is Nolan's Dunkirk is Nolan's A two four Criterion movie. Which mm, is not a bad thing. No. Is. But I was just talking to someone about this the other day. It's, it's definitely an underrated war movie. Yeah. And how it's, how it's structured. And I don't disagree. Yeah, because... Yeah, so... It's so Barbie, which is hilarious. And it's, 
Nobody cared about they, Tom Hardy until he put on the mask part seven. Right. And Michael Caine's sneaky cameo, his voice cameo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Barbie's budget is $100 million. No shit. A yeah. lot of that got to be cast paychecks, though. Cast. Uh. His, damn, has his Michael Caine been in every Nolan movie since Batman Begins? Since, yeah, The Prestige came after Batman Begins. Yeah, it was in between. Six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Found a way to fit him in. Yeah. But what's that? Uh, what's the date? July 21st? Yeah. Maybe yeah. the 23rd. I think the 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man, you got me thinking. So obviously, he was in Interstellar. Obviously, he was in all three Batmans. He was in Inception. Voice cameo mm-hmm. in Dunkirk. And he yeah, was, he's in Tenet. He was in Tenet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. All right, all right. That's funny. Uh, what else we have? What what other trailers came out? HBO Max dropped a plethora, a smorgasbord. Yeah. The Penguin. Yeah, that's um. I mean, when they announced that, I was like, "Why?" Yeah. Uh, like a lot of people was, but um, uh, being directly involved, um, my boy. Yeah, brain farting on the name. Um, Reeves. Matt Reeves. Uh, Matt Reeves. So, yeah. I'm, um... It's going to be mad weird when Colin Farrell gets a whole, like, 8 to 12 episode show about his rise to power in the Gotham underworld. Mm-hmm. And then he's just not in the Batman Part 2. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It hasn't been That's announced weird. that he's not, but... Like there, the rumors are that Clayface is the main antagonist. Yeah, which um, I wouldn't hate. Um, in that in that realistic tone of a Gotham, with a with a yeah, kind of a what, obscure, um, outlandish villain, like that's fire. That's why I wanted Mister Freeze. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious what they are going to do. Well, if um, he is indeed the villain, but yeah, you brought up. Um, I don't think we talked about this on the pod. The penguin. How? It's these these dumbass gatekeepers at the Oscars. How the Batman did not win for best makeup? That's wild. And we we do this dance all the way around and really? around again. Colin Farrell was when, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder level unrecognizable. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, you could have named. You could have lied to always and said this is um. Michael Heisenberger, a, a new actor, playing yeah. the <laughs> and nobody would have known. Take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> like, come on. Like, one or the other. Y'all should have, like, get off of y'all um, the gatekeeping ways and had some balls and gave him an Oscar nomination for supporting actor. Right. Or gave them the makeup Oscar, which they deserve. Who won? I think the whale won. Yeah. Come on, man! It's just a regular ass, a regular fat suit. I mean, right. the method that they went about it was yeah, interesting. That, that's what's wild about the Academy in the first place. If it, if it's if it's a dude like Christian Bale who literally, literally dropped x amount of pounds for the fighter and he wins his award, 
Brendan Fraser, same concept, is in a movie where it looks like he put on hundreds of pounds, but it's really, you know, prosthetics and a fat suit and all that shit, and he still wins Best Actor. Right. It's like, bro, like, come on, one thing is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's just my little two cents on that. That's that I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Um. What what else did what else did yeah. HBO Max pop, or should I say what else did Max put out? Max. Uh, Max. I mean, shit. I'm assuming both of our favorite podcasts, Smartless, got a little special coming out in about a month. Yeah. That's Man, um. I, I've been, you know, I've been listening to back episodes for like a year. So <laughs> you know, I love that shit. Like Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, Will Arnett, like their chemistry is crazy funny. Uh huh. So, and it doesn't hurt that. You know, most of these guests out of the three are like one of their friends. Yeah, they know them to a degree. And yeah, it's just it's the the, a great show. And I can't wait for that to see. I can't wait. Uh, But yeah, what else is there? I don't know. It's like there's an it prequel show. Welcome to Dairy, which I feel like is a horrible idea. No, you don't like it. No, it's like we're is it going to be in one of the, like, 27-year cycles? Is Bill Skarsgård going to be Pennywise? Are they going to recast Pennywise? Is it just going to be a group of people learning yeah, about the history of De- Derry? Yeah. Like, how boring is an it-centric show with no Pennywise in it? Mm-hmm. Did Stephen King sign off? Is he spitting ideas? Like, I just, like, yeah. it, like, the miniseries, like, anybody who knows me knows how much the miniseries haunted me. As a kid, I saw mm-hmm. it at four years old, way too young. And yeah. <laughs> in in retrospect, or in, in in turn, I kind of like overhype the two theatrical movies. I like them a little more than most everybody else. Like I think it's a perfect reimagining, retelling, Andy Muschietti translation. It's as good mm-hmm. as we could have imagined. Both parts. People love the shit yeah. on part two. Yeah, and I still want them to do the the mega cut. That'd be fire. Edited yeah, up just they, like the book. Right. There's been rumors about that. I, I hope so. I don't know why they wouldn't. People will watch it. That'd be fire. Because that's the one thing that probably bothers me about part two is when Henry Bowers attacks him at the hotel. It's way too early as far as the book yeah, and even true. the miniseries. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's weird. That's, um, yeah, what's the word on Pennywise and and recasting? I'm, I mean, Skarsgård... Uh, yeah, he he's about to do this Nosferatu with Buddy that did the Northman, uh, right. Eggers. Yeah, I was about to say, is he even gonna have time? Exactly. And if he does, it good. Would they would they pay him what he's worth <laughs> just to be? Because you know he's a big deal coming off um, uh, oh, John Wick Four, and but yeah, that's um, it's Mister Nasty Time. What the who's you in Martha Stewart's kitchen? What the? Mr. Mr. Nasty Time. <laughs> Bro, my man's is not at home. No, I'm running around. So. Uh, oh, boy, boy, appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, want, I want to roast show donations real quick, but I don't know oh. if you want to put your personal business out there. So just so just know. But uh, we uh we already uh, started recording. We We talking about... Movie trailers. Real quick, what you think about the trailer for the Marvels? I liked it. I really liked the Marvel uh, TV series on Disney Plus, And I wanted to know how it was going to tie in with Kamala Khan and all that. 
And the way it ended, if everybody's seen it, the way it ended, you know, we got Brie Larson come back as Captain Marvel. It's been nine months. So I didn't know how that was going to tie in. But from what I've seen, I'm interested now. I'm really interested in seeing it. Um, it looks pretty good. Like I said, it's a teaser trailer and all that. From what I saw, it looks pretty good. And it's just funny. It's going to be like, it's, it's going to be interesting how they, like I said, you went from a Disney Plus show, connecting it to a movie. That's my intrigue. Because I, if I'm correct, I, I'm not sure if I am, but I want. I think this might be the first Disney show that's going. Those characters are going into a movie, not vice that's versa. That's what I was thinking too. It's kind of like WandaVision and Miss Marvel converge yes. into the Marvels. Yes. So because like with WandaVision, we already know what's going on with Wanda and all that, you know, from the movies, and it went to WandaVision then. You know, technically, Wanda was the first character into Multiverse of Madness. No, that's what I'm saying. It's but she went from a movie to a TV series back into a movie. So technically, yes. yes. But this is like a character that's being introduced through Disney, you know, Disney Plus shows coming into now a movie. So it's going to be real interesting. All right. I'm intrigued. Another grown ass man over 35 years old. What you think about the Barbie trailer? I just think it looks like it's dumb fun. Right. It's like, just turn your brain off. Don't even, th- just watch it. Tell, t- Rocket, I'm tell the truth. That made me happy to see him in there. Tell the truth, so Rocket. It's, it's you you want to be beached off too. Yeah, I do. For sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then after that, we were starting to hit on like the, uh, the HBO Max, Max announcements. And uh, we was talking about the It prequel show and the Penguin. What did you see that they did that you were interested in? Man, I can't wait for the Penguin. That's my number one top thing I want to see. Colin Farrell, I mean, like I said, the Batman. If nobody would to- would have told you he's in the movie, you would have known, never known. We literally we just said, said that. that. Like, man. Never known. And he was great. And I can't wait to what he's going to do with this character. Gun to your head show. right now. Danny DeVito or Colin Farrell? Oh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Dan DeVito did, did good for what for that time. But this is totally different. This is totally different. Colin um, Farrell can't teach anybody his French flipper trick. Yeah. <laughs> the HBO Max Max thing. Like I said, a lot a lot of people smarter than me, but I think it's dumb. HBO it's not, is a not, brand that speaks for itself. HB, you say HBO series, I'm in. I don't care what it is. If it looks decent, you're going to get the viewers to even just check it out. By calling it Max and trying to have that little circle in the A to get let them know HBO was in there. I mean, did you see the tagline? It said, Max, where you come to watch HBO. HBO, like, yeah. That, I'm call, like, I'm just call it I didn't HBO. See that. Call it HBO. <laughs> Yeah, it's I don't know who whatever dude's name is that bought Warner Brothers has this grand scheme and thinking that all the you could still call it HBO Max and just put the Discovery Plus stuff on HBO Max and not change the name of the whole thing. Like people's apps are going to change and then they're just going to delete them because they don't know that. Why is my yeah. Why is it blue now? Where is HBO Max? And if you want to get clever and like I said, I'm no genius. Call it. Discover HBO. Simple, easy. I was just about to say that shit. When HBO Max first came out, they didn't say anything, but I just assumed it was like, okay, it's an app for HBO and Cinemax together. HBO Max. That's what I thought, too. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought, too. 
So yeah, so it's like I, HBO I Discovery, Discover HBO. Yeah, that that plays. I mean, I understand they had you know first had HBO, you know everybody had the cable station. Then is HBO now, HBO Go, HBO. Like I understand all the confusion with that. Okay, so you decide to take the number one. It's like calling Air Jordans just Air. Air what? They like already the have Nike Air Maxes. <laughs> it's like the name that sells itself. That's the part they took out, which made no sense. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we're not the only one thinking like this because nah, the fuck no. After the presentation, the uh, the stock for Warner Brothers uh, Discovery took a plummet, took a dive. Uh. So. But yeah, uh, we 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 hit on the it show a little bit, the smartless show a little bit. What y'all think? Like like we were saying in in the, in the group chat. If you're gonna do Philosopher's Stone, you got to do Deathly Hollows. Like o- overall, I think a, yeah. a show for each book of a Harry Potter story is, is a bad idea. Because no. again, like we were saying, whoever gets cast as Harry, whoever gets cast as Hermione, as Ron, as Voldemort, as Snape, oh, yeah. they're never gonna live up to the theatrical movie performances. So they're gonna get bashed, especially the way social media is these days. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, if you do one, you got to do seven. Or eight, seven books. You got to do seven. I agree. I mean, it could it could also work out like, for example, the movie with um, Jim Carrey, a series of unfortunate events. They try to do a ton of books in that one movie. When they went to Netflix and did the TV show, they basically took two books and did one season so each season was two books which worked out i thought a lot that's not, better that's not yeah. bad but harry potter is like literally every year so but, we, we gonna time jump in the middle the of the season i'm not trying to say a series of unfortunate events is harry potter caliber no nah. obviously it's not but that's the thing and i think that's the issue is the first movie is what 20 a little bit over 20 years now because they did that 20 year reunion mm-hmm. event, HBO yeah. series. Sorcerer's so Stone was a one. Yep. You still got all the major characters, you know, besides some who passed away, you know. And it's, you know, like Alan Rickman, you know, rest in peace. You know, that's a big part, you know. But, uh-huh. Go ahead, Randy. Go ahead. I just, something uh-huh. just hit me. The way that uh, the way that Wednesday brought back Christina Ricci, some of the, like, the background actor kids are going to get recast as, like, teachers and shit. See, and that's the thing is if... Yeah. If, and if that's the theme they go with it, Cool, but then don't name him, you know, Harry and all. Like, just just, just, go, just just go with the future. Just just Harry Potter has happened. Just call it, you know, Hogwarts or something. Just call it something totally different and have them come back as teachers or, and, you know, parents or things like that. But everybody, even people that aren't big Harry Potter fans, they want the original three back. Yeah, which is why they just they just should have did a sequel. Yeah, uh, serious. Radcliffe yeah. Radcliffe has come out so many times. Like, nah, bro. Like, I'm not doing the cursed child. Yeah. If you offer Radcliffe thirty million for the movie, money talks. He's baby. coming back. Money yeah, talks. Like Charlie Sheen. <laughs> uh, yeah. That um, who is it? I'm blanking on the names. Who who's the rival kid? Tom Felton, Malfoy, Malfoy, bro. Whoever gets cast as a Malfoy kid, if he can't hit that, Potter, so fucking like 
devious, mm-hmm. then don't don't cancel the whole project. And the funny thing is, is Tom Felton, he's like as he's such a great activist. You hated that kid. Yeah, I wanted to beat the shit out of that kid. I didn't. I, I mean, he was a prick in Rise of the Planet of the Apes too. But I I yeah. didn't like him scene one because of Harry Potter. Uh, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is oh, oh, I mean, they say he's a great guy, great person. He like everybody loves him. He's beloved. And the funny thing about it is, he even said, you know, he'd be willing to come back for it. Like he, he's openly said that anything Harry Potter, if they want him back, see great. if he's if open. he was like Lucius Malfoy, that'd be fire. That that right. that's the thing. And that from what I'm hearing, the rumors are, young, you know, Snape would be Adam Driver and Tom Felton. That's why. That's perfect casting. Yeah. The funny thing about it is, though, is you got two great actors, especially with Adam Driver. Why not just do a spin-off Young Snape movie with Adam Driver? You know, like, it's do a spin-off. You probably make more money doing that. But, like, yeah. Randy and Eric, like you guys were saying, with the young cast that gets, you know to do this TV series, it's going to be interesting because no, nobody, everybody's going to compare them to, you know, Daniel Radcliffe or Emma Watson. And I feel that's unjust, unfair, but that's just like you said, how social media is. That's how times are now. Yeah. You know, it's, I used to remember a movie uh, would come out and then you had to wait almost a year later for it to get it on DVD. Now a movie comes out. Avatar the way of water, baby. Yeah. 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 Um. Damn, where was I gonna go? <laughs> no, but think about that. Lost my I train of thought this, twice. Um, uh, also, the factor is uh, you were talking about all these great ideas. I bet you, of course, they have at a boardroom meeting on what they wanted to do with the property. But depending on how you look at it, the fortunate or unfortunate thing is one person has to approve it. Yep. The idea to okay. get launched. She's, that's, she, of course, she's already laid down her terms. Like, yeah, uh, it's a go because she she had some kind of demands. Well, you have to do this and you can't do that. And right. Warner Brothers obviously okayed it, but before we hit this first break, I'm gonna drop this on y'all. Is this is this Warner Brothers passive aggressive way announcing this show? Is this their passive aggressive way of canceling Fantastic Beasts? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's supposed to be five of those, right? right? Yep. And yeah, you notice three. How, yep. And you notice how they ended three bombed. Three open ended, where you could use your imagination going on forward, and it, it you could have ended it right there, and it would have worked out perfectly. Or they left it also to a part where if they did continue it, they would be able to do the other two. Yeah. So I mean, it they, it was a. I hate to say like a perfect ending to the way they set it up because if it ends there, you could use your mind saying they got together and they went to live their life or the series can continue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So when when we going to break, when we come back, we'll do Creed 3 spoilers and all bitches. All right. uh, I think we covered all the trailers, but... I think by oh no 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 I thought the flash trailer was coming this week. There's a new flash trailer coming in like ten days. Um so I know it's mid April, but we're gonna jump back to early March. Creed three. 
if you haven't seen Creed 3 in the last six, seven, eight weeks, first off, why? <laughs> Second, come back when you've seen it. Because we're going to spoil the fact that Damien, who grew up with Adonis, was best friends and they was boxing and shit. And uh, Damien got out of the pen and, and straight betrayed Adonis. Spoiler, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got it like that. Like, I, I've talked to people about Creed and like I've had one specific conversation where it was just like, I didn't like the plot twist. Man, what? Bro, like, I didn't, like, people, like, I'm the dude who never sees the twist coming. So, like, I was completely blindsided when Felicia Rashad busted out the picture and the dude who broke uh, Drago's hand, it was a setup the whole time. Like, I was like, bro, what? That's crazy. How many times have y'all seen it? I've just seen it once. That's it. So, saw it twice. And uh, good filmmaking. uh, And... First, first time filmmaking. Michael B. Jordan as the director. Um, the scene at the party um, before um, Drago gets his hand broken. Um, there's a background shot. Something's happening in the foreground, but you can see um, Diamond D talking to old boy before he picks the fight with Drago. Word. And even though, yeah, it's, it's real subtle. Uh, somebody told me about it, so I know to look for it the second time. But it's, it's it's good filmmaking. It doesn't just happen, even though she shows the picture to show the connection. Man, but, um, my, my wife my wife has it like on the DVR, like ready to watch because you can watch it at home now. Yeah, and you rent it. So man, yeah. when she pushes play, I might have to sneak in. Yeah, I gotta check that out. And another thing that's fire. I gotta talk about. I gotta ask y'all how y'all saw it because um, going to the filmmaking thing. I saw it in IMAX. We literally, literally just set off wax. I'm in an eight theater po- poverty cinema. <laughs> I'm not trying. To you know how I saw property, it. Basic as fuck. Uh, if man, I, I really hope that like the mission and the latest, um, the latest Top Gun Maverick, um, the Dark Knight, that they put the IMAX footage on the Blu-ray or the 4K because it That'd looked great. All the fight scenes are. In um in IMAX format, and especially that last fight when they they do what they do, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, I think it's um, a good movie. I I think I sense a lot of deleted scenes. The third act is a bit rushed, but not to the fact that where it ruins yeah. the movie. Nowhere near it, but you can tell it just boom. It's it's real rapid, but. Yes, I still like it, and and uh, so like Jonathan Majors. But he's, um, let's uh, hold on. Let, let, let's yeah, set let, let's set it up first, though. Adonis Creed, world champ. Mm-hmm. He is it, it, it starts where he's in a match with the dude from yeah, the, the final one. match of the original movie. Yeah, and. It look like it looks like he's on the ropes, about to get dropped, and he like finds like the eye of the tiger, and yeah. <laughs> and then he gets that win, yeah, yeah, and it looks like he's finna go out on top, da da da, set up his own like promotion company and shit like that, and he's got like mm-hmm. young uh uh what's the name uh Wood Harris like running the yeah. gym and all that shit, cra- training the up and comers, and then. And then, like, we get that scene from the trailer mixed in with some flashbacks, setting up the uh, 
Damien, Adonis relationship. Like, they was boys. Like, Damien, Damien was that dude, like, up and coming, golden gloves, whatever, like, like under the, under the table fights, and Adonis kind of looked up to him. And then, not not a diss, but it's kind of like some shit we've seen a million times over. One of them catches a case. The one that wasn't really doing it is the one that becomes the man. And then it might seem a little outlandish. Damien comes, gets out the pen. I want a title shot. What's up? Adonis tells him, like, bro, like, that's just not how boxing works. You're not rolling out of bed into a prize fight. And then how we already talked about the dude who was supposed to get that fight got hurt. Motherfucker got set up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then Damien gets his shot. Uh, come to find out, Michael B. Jordan and Donis Creed was betrayed from the jump. It was it was all an angle the whole time. And that sets up the final fight at Dodger Stadium. And I've seen this shit too. Like, man, putting like a big ass boxing match in a baseball stadium is cold blooded. Um, but yeah, like Michael B. Jordan directing for the first time was dope. J. Cole, Dreamville on the soundtrack was dope. And uh, yeah, like I just it, it's still in my top three favorite movies of the year. Yeah. And just just speaking to um you know, it's rumors coming out that uh Marvel was gonna recast Jonathan Majors. No the fuck um, they not. Nah, they like I said rumors. I don't believe no, him, but the fuck and you, you got to speak to the man's um, watching it for the second time. Acting abilities. Um, it's two scenes that stick out to me with um, Jonathan Majors. It's, it's funny. So after he beats um, the other fighter for the belts and um, they're having like the get together at the beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Majors, he does something. I wonder that I think you, ju- you just can't write in the script. Um, like when his boy, he's like, what you doing? You rolling up and he pull out the gun, right? And Jonathan Majors walk over there. I just happened to have, uh, the solo cup and he's like holding the cup. He like, like, what you doing? He's like, give me that. <laughs> you know the part I'm talking about. You know what he didn't, you know he nah. did that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's acting stuff. He's like, let me get that. <laughs> but no, nah, and the, the final fight when he doing his dance and he in the ring, uh, some, somebody brought something up to my attention. You can see he improvised that move when he like jump at Michael B. Jordan, because you can see he didn't <laughs> see that cover, and the camera almost missed him too because it's like going in a circle. But um, yeah, it's good performances all around, and and you know it's a Rocky movie, a Rocky franchise movie. You gotta throw some sad shit in there. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 shit hurt yeah. me to my core. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, man, I'm like, oh, that's that's where y'all going, huh? Not not and my McCosby. Yeah, and and spoilers, you know, we we announced that, um, you know, she had a stroke and she started talking about Apollo. Like, uh, why did you leave? I'm like, damn, y'all really? Yeah, punching hey, that was people. Rough. That was yeah, rough. Punching people in the heart. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah. See, my yeah. my whole thing, my whole thing about Creed is love the movie. Great directorial debut for Michael B. Jordan. I thought it was fantastic. The elephant in the room is the Sylvester Stallone thing. That's a Fat Joe yeah. album. You know, you got people saying, <laughs> you know, half the people are saying they should have found something in it for him. 
after people saying they got to move on from that. Rocky, you know, his story is done. Yeah. Creed's journey now, which I agree, you know, but there is no Creed without Rocky. Facts. And you're going to tell me, remember, throughout the whole Rocky franchise, Apollo gives Rocky the shot in Rocky 1, a no name. Mm -hmm. Do a rematch in Rocky 2. If it wasn't for Apollo, come on, Stallion. You don't, you don't beat Club Lang in Rocky Three. Yeah, like got him going, trained him, and all that. Apollo, you know, spoiler, dies in Rocky Four in an exhibition fight against Drago. Yeah. Those guys were tight. That shit you is gotta, almost forty years me. old. Spoiler, my ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those guys are tight. So when Felicia Rashad playing, you know, Apollo's, you know, widowed wife you know, Adonis's mom, when she passed away, you can't tell me you couldn't give Sylvester Stallone a five-minute scene where he's on the phone. At the funeral. Or at, yeah. or at the funeral or some, or even a phone. Give me a phone yeah. call. Give me yeah. a phone call. Because that's what threw me off in the movie. Is like, he's known Apollo. They were... They, is Apollo that, and him became really good friends. Is really that the one friends. time they mentioned Rocky? Well, yeah, now yeah. they mentioned him just once when they were like, yeah, like your father gave Rocky a shot, and, you know, let's give him a shot. Now. That, that was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, but, but that was my, that's what took me out of the movie a little bit, that that little part in the yeah. movie was, I understand you want to move on, but come on, give the guy, give me a, a yeah. two-minute phone call yeah. saying, hey, if you need something, you know where I'm at, you know. Just, you know, because I know he went with his family, with his son and all that. Yeah. Just a two-minute phone call, you got to give Sly that. By yeah. him not being there, that kind of threw me off. It's like, him and Apollo were tight, so he knows his wife. He helps Adonis, who he didn't even know. Her name was, was Marianne. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... You keep calling. For, for all like, we know, for all we know, MGM offered that. Because, yeah. like, occasionally true, Stallone, true. Will get, Stallone will get on social media wilding, talking about he won his rights back, this, this, and this, and he's perfectly right. entitled to, like, it's his creation, it's his idea. he and Erwin, Erwin Winkler that are beefing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he said he said he won't even watch the movie because of Erwin Winkler. Yeah, that sucks. And, um, yeah, I think it's just that. I don't think it's nothing personal against Michael B. Jordan. No, or, no, I don't think they have any so, beef. Because, yeah. I mean, they, like, they, they, he's, he's literally doing what Stallone did, directing his own sequels. Like, that's fire. Right. Yeah. But for all we know, but, uh, MGM like, um, or Michael B. Jordan was like, like, Sly, like, what's up? Like, two-minute cameo right. in this emotional moment. And Stallone was probably too egotistical. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Like, I want to I want the day, I mean, he even admitted that he turned it down Yeah. at the okay. end of the day. People, you know, people are like, oh, why didn't they have a minute? He turned it down. Yes. Yeah. That's a fact. And he says that. But uh, it, it sucks when you feel like that. But I, I feel Stallone on that, you know, without. It's, he created the character. He, yep. you know. Yeah, he. The only thing uh, Winkler did was, you know, he the, the only thing. It's an important thing. He produced the movie. and He funded it, too. Yeah, yeah he funded it. But you got to give him, get Stallone more than what he has. And, you know, and Winkler also handed it over to his children. And this is what Stallone is talking about, yeah. about legacy. Yeah. You know, here you, here you go. You just, they didn't earn shit. It just, y'all just happened to be my children. Yep. 
and yeah, it's jacked up. But whether whether it, I don't know who was writing, if Michael B. Jordan wrote it, if he co-wrote it, I would at least like slide like what you, what you think about this? What should we do here? Yeah. Have him get some kind of input. I like, think he does. I think he does get an executive producer he do. credit for. Yeah. I think no, he for got creating a, the character. A hard producer credit yeah. produced by. He did, but uh, yeah. Yeah, like the but the what we got, there's nowhere for Rocky to fit. No, no, that, that, I agree. That's so, the same as like, Scream Six. Mm-hmm. As much as everybody wants Sydney in Scream Six, narratively, yeah. there's no way for there's no room for her. You know what I'm saying? Well, what they gave us, you know, they, yeah, yes. they had another script. Both movies there. were were, yeah. were very yeah. good, and yeah, there's definitely alternate scripts out there that have both yeah. primary protagonists in them, motherfuckers. Yeah, because it's just like what's the name, um. Universal commissioned two scripts for Too Fast, Too Furious, and um, and it's the only movie without Vin Diesel. And yep, the only fast. The only but does yeah. it have family? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but yeah, R.I.P. John Singleton. Too Fast, Too Furious is the second worst fast movie. Oh. really? It's too fast. It's better than than Nine. Yeah, it's better than that. I think it's better than. I don't know. I think it's just so. We not hating yeah, on four. We not hating yeah. on four. Well, the, the funny thing about but, it is, I own nine and I still have yet to watch it because I heard how bad it is. Yeah. Like I own it. Bless your heart. I watch before ten comes out, but it's like I'm just dreading. I got better stuff to watch before nine. Uh, that's funny. The road you but have man, all been down like... is very tough. <laughs> No, but yeah, that's uh, we did a hard turn on Fast and Furious. But yeah, but no, back to Creed. What is it? It's like from 2015 and yeah. 15, 19, Eight years. 23. 18, sir. Yeah. <laughs> 15, 15, 18, come yeah, correct. 18, 18, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. Come correct. 18. Well, yeah, it's not, um, I don't know, y'all think they should finish or at three? No. I mean, no. like, I wouldn't, like, if it's just, like, Trilogies, I'm I'm annoyed with trilogies at this point. Have the balls to do more as long as they good. Shout out John Wick. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like it's buzz and it's talk among like just whoever talking. I don't want Creed Four to be his daughter coming up. No, no, nah, they ain't gonna do that. That's just a little nod to. I, she's getting a yeah. show though. Yeah, really? she, she's getting a show on Prime. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that'll work. I mean, but not a major movie, you know. Nah. It's not trying to sound a certain way, but that's just how. Creed uh, Four gotta be in fighting Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, but man, if it were twenty years ago, that yeah. could probably work. We, you uh, you you want to have Sylvester Stallone beat up on Little Man from the Wire with the cornrows? I mean, if he were twenty years younger, not literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'd be far. It's the but I mean, that's that's Rocky and Rocky too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You just you got to write and create a new antagonist. But, but it's, it's quite. No, go ahead. It's crazy because like. It said, you know, 15 years later, you know what I mean? Like that final fight, like the opening scene says like, like basically he had a, his whole career right there. Yeah. So, I mean, where do you fit another antagonist? I know how they did it, like with Balboa and all that stuff, but it's just, I don't know. 
You know? I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. Mix in, like, mix in some, like, UFC or something. Like, spice it up. How, something, like, how they be doing in the real world. I don't know. I don't know. See, this is where we need Jake, man. Jake's the boxing fan. <laughs> yeah, he is. The funny thing is this. Look, in real life, look at George Foreman. And I mean, I know they're doing a movie about him and all that, but in real Big life... George Foreman. Look, look at him. He was in his 40s when he came back. Yeah, so, man. I mean, it's and, not, it's and not, one. And one. Yeah. Michael Moore. And yeah, one. I remember that. Remember who watched I remember that, that fight. fight. <laughs> but I mean, so, so it can be done. It can be done. You know, get him out of retirement. You know, but 15 years, you know, it's... What is the in, you know late thirty? You know what I mean? But they just put I, the belt back on you. Know, if there's a will, there's a way. There's always a mm-hmm. way. Yeah, they'll come up with a story. A triple threat boxing match. What? <laughs> 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 oh, you you throwing jabs and taking it in the ribs and shit? And... But you can't uh, tell me having Jonathan Majors in that movie. A, maybe there was a rematch. Or B, maybe they do a spinoff. I mean, you with this world, you could do so many different yeah. things. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but as it stands, um, yes, yeah, good, good trilogy of movies. It is. It is. So, yeah, but I guess another what, another three to, to four years for the next movie when they decide what yeah. they're gonna do with it. I will go have a talk. But yeah, but Creed too. I don't know if they sensed something. Um, Stallone's, um, you know, the scene where he's sitting outside of the ring, and you know, put the hat on and let him celebrate. Like that's, and you know, that was a, a good way for him to end. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You hate to see that in real life when people feuding over. Yeah. Yeah, because um, kind of related as far as producer, director, and um, it's a happy ending. Um, so Wes Craven invented, uh, created Freddy Krueger, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I've heard of it. And um, <laughs> they went and made part two without him. Um, and then they tried to bring him back for part three. And Wes Craven wrote a script that was outlandish and they pretty much uh fell out uh, so it's bob shay trying to sabotage this shit on purpose yeah i wouldn't doubt oh, it really? so basically uh west craven he he relinquished his um his rights and all that and um and yeah down the line and bob shay spoke about this down the line he and this is big for him he admitted he did some stuff that he could have done better and him and west craven talked and he gave him retroactive, um, retroactive um, money and the rights back and all that. And That's of what's course, up. And they made New Nightmare, which is the. It was too late at that point because Freddie just flew a blown comedian. It was hard to take yeah. serious. That. <laughs> yeah. But that was a great damn movie, New Nightmare. So did, did very underrated, very underrated. Wes yeah. okay the remake? What's that? Did Wes Craven okay the remake? No, um, so with the 2010, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to ask you something else about that. No, um, Warner Brothers snatched um, New Line Cinema away from Bob Shea. Ah. Uh, and that's why uh, New Line that. Cinema was was independent 
uh, basically up until 2009, and they they bought Bob Shea out. So they, they didn't need they didn't need anybody's permission. I didn't know that, but Which I knew the Warner they, Brothers. They, they still get they still get a paycheck because fucking Shazam and it all have New Line credit. Yeah. So yeah, New Line is a subsidiary of Warner Brothers, and damn. So wait, so. New Line independently made Lord of the Rings? Or was that like Cole with MGM? So, um, they went to the the Weinsteins first. Trash. And um, they only um, they only were going to green like two movies. So they technically started making the Lord of the Rings with the Weinsteins first. And Peter Jackson went and made another deal and with New Line. So, and they brought it there. So... Basically, that's that's what that code thing was. They still had to give them credit because they greenlit it here and brought it. Man. So technically, yeah, it was independent at that point. I always thought that like Warner Brothers was always mixed in with New Line, and I thought that like yeah. while Harry Potter and and Lord of the Rings was made at the same time, that they was like competing and shit, but they were still from the same studios. I learned something new today. Yep, same. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I did not know that. That's the thing, though, too is. Like yeah. Touch the, touch, so touch Warner, so Time Warner, the confusion. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, um, Ted Turner, the Time Warner company. Um, I think New Line was distributing. Um, no, Time Warner was distributing New Line movies, but New Line as a studio was still independent. So that's what that was. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, they didn't straight own New Line. They was just uh, they had a distributing deal. That so makes sense. yeah. Do they own New Line now, though? They do now that they own them, yeah, uh, they bought them out. And that's the thing, though. There's a lot of little TV studios like Touchstone is owned by Disney. Yeah, yeah. You know, but who knew that back then? You know, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. It's a lot of these. Yeah, Hollywood, movies. Hollywood Pictures, Touchstone, all those companies. And so, um, Disney's always made R-rated movies. Yeah, because oh, you yeah. don't want to. You want to have it. The Walt Disney House, and then you watching The Rock. I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to say, Disney, Disney made The Rock, yeah, and Con Air. Uh huh. But yeah, that's that's what that is. Just good old fashioned business. But I hope I'm saying that just to say I hope they can make amends because it's just yeah, you know, at the end of the day, um, Stallone and um, Winkler that is. But like you say, Stallone. Stone Stallone, he seemed very stubborn, but rightfully so in this case. Nah, bro, I saw Paramount Paramount Plus about the Stallone show version of the Kardashians, bro. He damn near down bad. (laughs) But the what's the name show that was good? Uh, The Tulsa King. Oh yeah, I I think I'm gonna buy that physical. Yeah, I I, I say do it. That that was that's a good damn show. Gotta check that out. Is is it a limited Mm -hmm. series? Are they doing a season two? Um, No, it's not limited. I think. they were just testing it out, um, and they left it open ended, definitely for okay. season two. So, uh, we talking Rocky franchise, or are we capping it off? Oh, that's a whole other episode. We've been on here yeah. for <laughs> three more hours. Well, shit. <laughs> but yeah, next episode we can either talk Scream and maybe some Oscars. Oh. Or I'll make something up and we can just write a movie on a podcast. We should talk about John Wick. That's what we should talk about. We never talked about John Wick. What we talked about last episode was the second quarter. So 
Our like, all right, everybody listening and watching. Next episode, I'm mapping it out right now. So, y'all two motherfuckers don't ask me what we talking about. <laughs> we got the Flash trailer. Hour one, we'll do Scream. Hour two, we'll do John Wick. Cool. Sound good. Cool. Sound good. So, uh, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna put a bow on this episode. I say bow and it sounds like real sweet and shit, but like I'm I'm gonna spit some fire. Yo, yo, news flash. Y'all whack paying for validation, all of that. The ones who earn these digital checks is the ones that's falling back. It's ass backwards, but I'm just a cinephile and a rap nerd. In the real world, you still not shit. What you really after? Desperate for the clout, so you pay for the check. Mark that gained a check but lost the respect. Clout chasing, yet you still out of shape though. The socials broke it down monthly, and you still took the bait, ho. The want to be verified, certified, just reeks of desperation. Like, see, I have a blue check mark. As if you about to start levitating. Followers probably bots too, but you see a number and you count them. That's literally as fucking lame as rappers buying their own album. Whoever fucking paid for a blue check, I don't want to be around them. Shit is fake as fuck. And every chance I get, believe I'm going to clown them. And chill until the next episode.